0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Brown Girl Power Hour. I'm your co host, Candace, and your other co host, Ciara. And
1: of course, we are always so happy to be here talking with y'all. So, I just wanted to take a moment just to acknowledge the wonderful life of Chadwick Boseman. Rest in Heaven, our angel. You don't have any idea what you have done for the black community like our kids will have a superhero that they will be proud of. They will be able to watch a movie that has different cultures and history in it. I read that he, you know, was surrounded by his wife and his family and you know, he went surrounded by loved ones and I think that's the only way, you know, to go especially when you've given so much of yourself and I just want to say rest in heaven and I thank you for everything you've done, especially from an Africana studies um, standpoint. Really, really am just honored to have been able to be alive while he was here making his legacy.
0: I absolutely, absolutely agree with Bessie. And I am going to go watch Black Panther in tribute to him. Definitely. Me too. I just, I just
1: want to. <laughs> like, I really just, you know, want to. This week has been a bit of a week. Some great things, some not-so-great things, some amazing things. And, you know, Brown Girls, we just kind of want to do a basic
0: check-in with one another. Candace, how was your week, honey? My week was so good. So good. Yeah, like, I finally decided to celebrate some of my accomplishments. And, like, so it was, like, back-to-back celebration. I love it. This week was great. It was kind of like a vacation but at my house.
1: (laughs) As a homebody, you really love that. Like Mm -hmm. that is the best kind of vacation for you. So how do you celebrate your achievements and accomplishments? And can you tell us maybe what one or two of them were? Because it seems like you had a whole list of them.
0: Yeah, I did. Okay. So I got a promotion at my nine to five. That was one of them. Yay! Yeah. It's pretty solid deal. (laughs) I liked it. It was great. I mean, great feelings. But next one is that I got accepted to my number one master's program, the one that I wanted to go to the most. And it's like a really prestigious one. So that felt good that I actually got accepted, girl. I didn't think I would. But hey, I did. You go, girl. But you. you
1: already know that you are just awesome. You are really talented. And you've worked really hard to get to where you are today in so many ways. So it's so important that you celebrate your accomplishment. I know how you celebrate your accomplishments, but tell our brown
0: girls how you did. Well, I am a homebody, as you mentioned earlier. Um, so celebrating this week was just with my girlfriend. We popped a really expensive bottle of sh- uh, champagne from the balcony. <laughs> we did one of those, like, like the cork like flew across, bro. So we did that one night and then we just watched movies. Uh, It's weird how me and my girlfriend celebrate. It's usually just on the couch with a lot of food and watching something or like reading something, legitimately reading (laughs) and not like an exciting book either. It's probably a book on finance or something. That's how we celebrate. But because we focus so much on work, it feels like a celebration because we're probably tipsy doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just so weird and nerdy, but shit. <laughs> I love that. I love that.
1: I mean, you've met your person and it shows, you know, because yeah. not everyone would want to celebrate that way. Like, for example, my girlfriend would be like, um, uh-uh, like, let's go shop. Let's go do this. Like, you know, and so we're all different right like we're all different and it's so it's so great just to see how different you handle things no no
0: no. I don't want you to get me wrong girl I'm a shopaholic so we did some shopping we did some shopping like there were times like we went out just to go to like we have this like open area downtown where we live and they have lots of shops so we went shopping a couple days ago and online shopped of course like bought some things that we really wanted but didn't we didn't have, like, a reason to buy it. So we just, like, bought some things that we wanted. And, like, I don't know. We do all of that fun stuff that you already know that I like to do. Yeah, she's been a
1: shopaholic for years. Um, She taught me how to shop. <laughs> she definitely taught me how to shop. I am so proud of you. Best friend to best friend. I am so proud of you. Like, you are... Seventh grade Candace's wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, just take that into account. Like, just really quick. Well, I've had some accomplishments as well that I've been celebrating. I am officially down 35 pounds since this time last year, y'all. And I've had so many, like, weight and body image issues for so long. And every time I lose, one more or five more. I'm like, you go girl, you go girl. Because (laughs) I don't like to work out and stuff. So the fact that like I'm losing it and I feel good and I look good. I celebrate it every day. Like sometimes This may be TMI, but I'll just look at myself in the mirror naked like, oh, girl, oh, girl, look at you. And I couldn't do that at one point, which is, I think, why I do it as a celebration, because there was one point where I couldn't even I didn't even like to look in the mirror. I would just walk past it or my mirror would be covered. And now I'm like, look at you, girl, you almost there. And brown girls, I'm not losing weight to get to a certain number. My weight loss journey is not about a number. It's just about. Me being comfortable with myself and, you know, just having the outside match my insides. So I've been celebrating that. And because, you know, I'm trying to do better, the way that I celebrated that was was getting the iced coffee from Dunkin Donuts because I'm trying not to (laughs) do other things. But again, just still celebrating those little accomplishments.
0: I'm so proud of you, though, girl, because you're killing it. You're killing it. You Sometimes you don't even realize it, but you're doing a great job.
1: Thank you. I also have some other opportunities, Brown Girls, that I don't really want to disclose right now because I'm so close. And I'll let y'all know when we get the official stamp of approval. But there's some really big changes being made in my life, and I am so excited. I wake up excited to start the day, even though, you know, I don't want to get up because I love my bed. My bed loves me. We have a very interesting relationship. I actually get up and I'm like, all right, we got this to do. We got this to do. We got this to do. And let's go do it. It's just so great to have that excitement again to to live and not to just live, but to thrive. And that's the main thing. I'm focused on thriving and not just living. And that is So important in life in
0: general, just having that mindset. And you know, brown girls, I think it's so important to just take the time to celebrate, even sometimes your small wins. Honestly, most times your small wins, because those are the ones that build up. Because over time, I noticed in myself, after not celebrating so much of all that I've done for real, I didn't feel motivated to do anything anymore. Nothing like gave me like excitement when I did it because I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go through, I'm gonna do this and I got it. And now what? what's the next thing? What's the next big goal that I need to have and I need to chase and I need to tell people that I'm working towards? Cause it's like, it feels like weird in society to tell someone like, yeah, I achieved this goal and this is the one I'm holding, like, I'm holding on to and, and being grateful for right now. And um maybe in a couple of days I'll find a different dream to chase. But right now I'm celebrating accomplishing this and I'm gonna live in this moment and enjoy it because I wanted to be here so bad. So why am I like chasing that other thing? Kind of like a hamster on the wheel. It's like you want to get to that next spot so bad and now you're here and you won't even enjoy it. Isn't that crazy? What do you think, see? I agree.
1: I feel like we're told we're cocky when we acknowledge, you know, what we've done or how great we are. I more so had that struggle when I was the president of Pathmakers. You know, it was like, yeah, I started this really amazing thing and it's helped 40 plus first gen students but i still need to be humble. i won two awards for it, but i still was like i need to be humble. i think that kind of can be in our subconscious sometimes, especially growing up near misogyny, right? girls are not supposed to be better or anything of that sort. so i definitely think that i definitely think that it's so important to like Candace said, find anything, find the small things, you know, like for our people who may have depression, you may not want to get up in the morning. Right. But when you do get out the bed, celebrate that. Right. Cause that was really hard for you to do because depression is just such a crazy
0: thing. Doesn't it feel just good though? When you celebrate the small wins, you're like, all right, let me go get the next goal so that I can get there faster. And then you celebrate that one and you feel motivated again to do the next one instead of like the burnout, you
1: know? Yes, absolutely. Like, that's why I said you got to find those small things because that's what's going to motivate you. That feeling, the little butterfly you get in your stomach that you're like, ooh, I'm so excited. That is what's going to fuel you to do the next thing. Like, I make sure that when I wake up, I say, thank you. I'm up. Even though I had may have had a bad dream or something, I'm up. I'm alive. I'm breathing. And then that is my accomplishment in the moment. I'm up, right? And then it's like, okay, Let me go feed the dog. Okay. That's another accomplishment. All right. We're starting off the morning. We're, (laughs) we're getting there. Okay. Let's have a cup of tea. Let's, you know, sit down, let's plan out our day. And then, you know, Candace, you know, I'm a list person. I am such a list person, y'all. I love to write lists of what I have to do in my agenda. And I do that because when I write down my task, one, it's helpful for me to remember everything. Two, I can number my task in priority order, which is just how I think. What needs to be done first? Usually it's like what takes the longest and what takes the shortest amount of time. And then from there, I put those little check boxes next to them. So then when I'm done, I check it off. That's an accomplishment. And the more checks you see, the more you start checking things off, you like, oh, you feel so accomplished. Even if it's take out the trash, clean the tub, walk Bailey. Like those things, but checking it off is just showing yourself like you're getting things done. It helps you keep track of your progress. And that may not work for everybody, but that's just something that I've been using. And that helps motivate me. Like for my weight loss, I have like a note in my phone where I just, you know, track like the dates that I weigh myself and the weight loss from it. And every time I... I. Log my weight, I'm like 10 pounds lighter. Like it's like, it's a significant thing, you know? And so even though I may look in the mirror and I don't immediately see the effect, I know that I'm 10 pounds lighter than I last was.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love that because then you can, it's kind of like checking in with yourself. It's like, oh, maybe I, I don't see it right now, but if I go in the back and look at some of the data, like hey stepping on the scale and weighing yourself i can celebrate that because i know it's 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 coming my dream body is coming you know right It is in
1: progress. Let me tell y'all something. Summer 2021, watch out, okay? COVID be gone by then, okay? Because me and my girlfriend, we about to be in all the spots. She already told me, like, it's red bottom season. And I said, it's red bottom season. That girl, you don't have to say anything else. Period, okay? (laughs) Period. And I love it because we're both losing weight. At the same time, she's doing it where she's at. I'm doing it where I am. She texted me the other day and was like, "I need to buy all new underwear because I'm too small for them now." Like, oh, nice. yes, like we are losing weight. Like, she bought me a pair of like Nike track pants, and I could not fit them last year. I could not fit them, and it has a matching windbreaker to go with it, and it's such a cute outfit. Matching Jordan, it's a cute outfit, y'all. I could not fit the pants. I tried the pants on and I can fit them.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's awesome, Babes. And I took a picture and
1: I was like, babe, look, I can fit the pants. I can fit the pants because she remembers when I couldn't fit them. So, like, my first thought when I saw how much weight I lost was to try on all the clothes that I grew out of or that I couldn't fit. And I could fit everything.
0: Oh, my gosh. I could fit everything. Yes.
1: It was such an affirming moment. Like, that just made me want to do it more. I was like, ooh, okay, let me go on a run. Let me go do something. Like, I'm going to do something else. I want to lose more weight. So great, babes. Thank you. And it's been like more of like a lifestyle change, you know. I've been cooking a lot more. And... Not ordering takeout, but y'all all all know when, when we get money in our account, our taste buds get a little bougie. So I will treat myself, Parks and Rec, treat yourself. I will definitely treat myself to something that I love. I don't really drink too much, you know, so I've been trying to cut back on liquor. I don't even really keep liquor in my house. I don't go out too often. I try to save money. Me treating myself... Is it just depends on how much money I have. If I have like an extra $50 out of my budget that's like just for me, you can bet your bottom dollar I'm going to get hibachi, hands down. That's what I'm going to get. That is my bougie meal. That is like what me and my girlfriend used to do when we would like have an accomplishment or we had a little extra money or whatever. She'd be like, You want hibachi? And I'm like, Yeah. I love hibachi. I want some hibachi. And so I treat myself to that. Or, you know, I'll go on a nice walk in the park. Or really, like, last night, because I did so good this week. Like, I was so productive at work. I had so many other things going on, like, after work. And I just soaked in a bubble bath
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and watched a movie. And that's how I celebrated me getting through the week.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, i love taking bubble baths girl like i love it with lighting the little candles and turn off the lights and just lay there and like boil i like my bathroom really hot i don't know i'm weird like that i like it feeling like a hot tub i asked
1: candace one time because i knew that she was having a rough week i suggested she take a self-care bath you know all the candles and stuff like she said because um, sometimes we need a reminder, you know, we do the best we can. And sometimes we need our friends to be like, Mm-mm, you're stressed. You need you need a moment, like take the moment. And that's OK. You know, and I, she doesn't mind telling me that because she's like, oh, girl, you have an attitude. You might need to do this. <laughs> so um, I was like, Candice, how was your bath? She's like, it was good. I felt like soup. And I was like, OK.
0: It's like drinking tea is kind of like the bath on the inside. It's like taking a bath. It's like either tea or soup on the outside. I love that. I love
1: that. Are you Panera soup?
0: Panera soup is so good. I don't know what they put in it. They probably put their toe and whole foot in it because it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's been good consistently. Consistently from the day I've tried it. The first day. What is in it? Now I want some Panera
1: mac and cheese. That thing slaps. Candace was the first one to ever put me on. And then the bread that they put with. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ooh, OK. All right. We are not sponsored. We are just we just love all of these things. <laughs> Never tastes good. I don't know. I think when it comes to your accomplishments, you just have to be your biggest fan. Only you know what you go through. Only you know what you feel. Only you know what you really battle with. Even if you're in a relationship, you can verbally tell them, but they don't feel it. They can get it as much as they can get it, pretty much, you know? And oh, I don't know about you and your girlfriend, because y'all are like, like there's like an invisible line connected between y'all, like all the time. Like y'all are really just super connected. Maybe soulmates? right? And maybe y'all are soulmates. But I really love the idea of being your biggest fan. Because if you don't cheer you on, who will? And y'all, let me tell you about Candice real quick. Because sis, she ain't right sometimes. Okay, she ain't right. Because, you know, we're best friends. You know, I cheer her on all the time. Like, we are always just bouncing off each other. Like, it could be, like, oh, babes, I just took the trash out. Good job. Like, it literally could be something small like that. She didn't even want to tell me about, like, her accomplishments. Like, she didn't tell me about it. She was just saying, oh, my girlfriend's having a hard time opening the champagne. I was like, champagne? What are y'all popping champagne for? And And she was like, oh, we're celebrating. I was like, what are we celebrating? And she was like, oh, we're celebrating this. And I'm like, why didn't you even think to tell me? Like, why would you not tell me?
0: No. So in my defense, I don't share my accomplishments with like anyone unless they were there when I got like the stamp of approval, like, Hey, this is a go sign. Like, unless they were there when I got the phone call, when I got the email, when I got like, I don't know the confirmation that it's in my hand. I don't share it with anyone outside of that. So I didn't even tell my mom. My girlfriend had to be like, Tell your mom while my mom was on the phone. And my mom was like, Tell me what? <laughs> you know, so like I don't I don't know. I just I don't know. I just don't share. Share them. I don't know why. Why? Yeah, that's what I say. Why not? You know, like
1: you're awesome you're awesome. Like we all know this. You're awesome. You know it. Your girlfriend knows or else she wouldn't be with you. We know this. You're awesome. Why not share with the world how awesome you are? You know, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, you don't have to post it on Facebook, you know, like nothing like that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But like bestie, guess what just happened? You know, like, Mm -hmm. Do you ever just want to do that and do you stop yourself or is it just like you don't really think about it or do you think that people maybe won't care?
0: I think it's the, I feel like people won't care. I feel like goals and dreams to anyone are so personal that it's like, I get it, but maybe you won't get it. So you won't get how excited I am. And then now when I share with you, my excitement gets dampened because you're not as excited as I am, you know? And then I'm like, oh, well, maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. So I just keep it to myself. So I'm like, okay, it was a big deal to me. So let me just keep it because this is great for me. And maybe no one else will understand why it's so great. Um, I love that you
1: said that because that was one of the things with, my girlfriend and I, kind of in the past, I would just tell her, I'd be like, hey, you may not like see how big this is, but let me tell you how excited I am because, you know, and she would be like, all right, I'm hyped. Like, okay, I may not understand everything, but I'm hyped for you. Like, I don't even know what that means, but okay, you go, babe. Like, and so, you know, even if you preface it with that, but I mean, you can always assume, at least with me, I can't speak for anybody else, but at least with me, You can always assume I'm going to be excited. I mean, it doesn't really matter. If it's something that you feel is an accomplishment, I'm happy. I'm all for it. Like, I am going to cheer you on. Okay, I might twerk a little bit for you. Me and Bailey might do a little dance or something. Like, you never know.
0: (laughs) You know what? And I know that. Because every time I've shared something with you or with my girlfriend like, you guys are always really excited. And anytime you guys share things with me, I'm always genuinely excited. So I don't know why, like, my instinct is, like, maybe someone else won't be as genuine, like, excited. Because, like, anything my friends or my girlfriend or whatever tell me that they want to do, I'm like, all right, how are we going to get there? Because I'm ready to do this. This is this for you. If I need to help you with anything, like, just let me know how we get there faster, girl. Like, I'm always really excited. Like it's something for me too. I'm like, even though it's like, I don't want really any part of it. I want it so badly for you that it feels like it's for me too. You know what I mean? Like I like pull for it so hard for my friends. So I don't know why it's like, I don't, I feel like because previously in the past, it's never been a thing for people to be excited for me when things happen. It's always like, Well, somebody else is doing something bigger or they're doing it better or they're doing it differently. And it's like, well, I'm doing it this way and it's working this way for me. So and it's always like, oh, well, now I'm not really excited for it because you just like pissed me off. Like, I don't know. It's I
1: I get that. I want to say it's the Caribbean upbringing. Honestly, you are always your last accomplishment is only as good as your next accomplishment. Doesn't really resonate always. And that was how I felt. Like, I got, I applied to, I wanna say 17 different colleges, and I got into 16 of them. And I struggled throughout high school. Like, I struggled, you know, even with the Azra 2 and, you know, all those things that I struggled with. And I got into all of those schools. And the most important thing was I got into my number one. And my my parents were happy, you know, but my dad was like, well, um, who's going to pay for it? Like, how are you going to do it? How are you going to live in Georgia? Why would you do that? And I'm just like, listen, you're not about to rain on my parade. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna graduate from this college, whether you with me or not, like you got me messed up. And I think now that we're grown out of the house, living our best lives, Now is the time to accomplish all of what we set our mind to. The world is our oyster. And it's like now we're really realizing that we have the tools. We have the work ethic. We have the drive. We have the determination. We have everything we need to accomplish anything. And you need to be your biggest fan it matters. All of your accomplishments matter. It doesn't matter how big or small it may seem to somebody else. You know, if you call me, I'm gonna get hype. You tell your girlfriend, she gonna be hype. And you tell your mom, she gonna be hype. You got three solid people who you can share great news with.
0: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I think it's just like, I don't know why it feels uncomfortable. Like it's like I'm not gonna tell them this because like I don't know. It's kind of like it's kind of like in my head, like somebody's working so hard for their goals, and then you're coming in and like yelling like, "Oh hey, I just get accomplished, just like such big thing." I want them to like feel. I don't know, but that's not on you. That ain't your job,
1: sis. Your job is not to worry about the progress that someone else is or is not making. We are in two different we're we're in two different you know pay brackets we're in two different like paths in life but I never feel like oh, oh that Candace she's really accomplishing you're not doing enough because that's shame on me if I look at your accomplishments and I'm comparing them to you that's shame on me because I'm responsible for my own accomplishments and achievements. We face different issues. We always have. While we may have some similar things, there are still things that you may be better with that I'm still learning, or I may be better than that you're still learning. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because once you start looking at people around you and start saying, Oh, but that person's doing that and that person's doing that. Oh, but I'm here. Or oh my gosh, I accomplished this really great thing, but if your friend is not happy for you, regardless of where they are, then that's not a real friend. That is very conditional and that's not nice.
0: Exactly. And I feel like that's what I've encountered previously. So I just affect it in a way. Not expect them to be like feeling bad about it, but expect them not to be excited mm-hmm. for me or as excited as me or find something small in it to like poke a hole in you know so i don't know i just like don't want that to happen so bad that i just don't share it at the end of the day well you're in a safe space and
1: you're in great friendships and great relationships now so now you have the space to do so and i fully want you to use that access And brag on it, because I'm going to brag on you. I be telling my girlfriend all the time, guess what Candace did? Oh, and guess what this? And and this person's studying for this. And like, you know, because we just want to be happy. Everybody moves at their own pace. We're all just trying to be successful one day. We're all doing the things now to try to get to that point. Some things may move slower than others. Some things may move faster. Some people might just have more resources to be able to do more stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. it just it just depends. But regardless, their happiness for you should not be conditional based on where they are in life. Right. And that's the team.
0: So I have been sharing like this week, I shared so many and I've been celebrating them like back to back, like I said uh, earlier in this podcast. But later on today, we're going to a winery and it's going to be a 102 girl. And I'm so excited to break out my shorts and go outside. <laughs> I'm going to beat my face for the first time in a long time. And I'm so ready. I'm so ready.
1: And you deserve it. That smile you just had, that glow that just emitted, like, you deserve all of that. All of that and more.
0: Thanks, girl. You so nice.
1: I know. It's the Libra in me.
0: (laughs) You know, people (laughs) like, Um, this is a tangent, but like people like, Blame so many things on their signs. Like, oh, they're like terrible at communicating. There's like, oh, it's the blossom. It's because I'm this sign. It's like, no, it's because you're terrible at communicating. Right. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. I definitely, honestly, and you know, this is like, like you said, a tangent. I definitely do believe that the way the stars align has an effect on things that go on in Earth. I'm a very science person. And you know, when things happen in space, it can affect the balance and things. So I definitely do think that there could be some validity behind the effect that like the solar system has on, you know, the earth and the people on earth. But I don't think that people can be like, oh, well, I'm just terrible at this. And it's because of my zodiac sign." like, nah, sis.
0: No, I don't really know anything about, like, astrology or anything like that. I respect it. If you guys do and practice it and you believe in it, that's your belief and I respect it. So, um, what I was going to say is, though, when people say they hate a whole sign just because, like, they had one terrible experience or, like, they're like, I hate all Pisces. I'm a Pisces, by the way. And, like, really? Like, we've never even met. We could have been best friends. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> but you know what's
1: crazy? I do see similarities between zodiac signs sometimes. Like, for example, my sister and my dad, um, my ex-best friends, mom, my aunt, my other cousin, they're all cancers. And they all act very similarly. And it's funny because some have never met the other, you know, everybody's experienced different things, but they have some things that I'm like, oh my gosh. Like it's so funny though, because like my girlfriend is a Leo. She knows no other sign other than Leo and Libra. Okay. Because I'm a Libra and like, sometimes she'll do things and I'm like, that's that Leo, that's that Leo. And she be like, Sierra, stop saying that. You know, because Leos are supposed to be fire signs. So if you ever meet, like, I think, like, fire signs, they're very, like, to the point. They can be aggressive. Like, you know, they just have a way of thinking. Like, apparently, they never think they're wrong. Every Leo, I'm telling you, every Leo I've met, hands down, has, like, they really think that there's nothing wrong with them. Like, they are the most perfect thing.
0: But could it be that there's just a little bit of some similarity between everybody not just that specific sign because I feel like if they're they're drawn to you those are the type of people that you're around they are drawn to you by some thing so can it be like just like the little bit of similarity between everyone that you're seeing and you're picking up oh yeah definitely oh yeah definitely hands down yeah but I love I love
1: reading zodiacs I love doing like the compatibility thing like Well, okay. So actually some Indian culture rely heavily on astrology and things to make um, matchings and like for relationships and couples, like, yes, like some, some um, cultures really do rely heavily on it in order to make decisions in their lives. And, you know, it just goes back to like people's beliefs you know like that's all it comes down to because what Mm -hmm. we would say is God they may say is the zodiac right so it's just you never know but I just love I love learning all of those things and I just love love, like connecting it I love like looking for things like oh I love it like I'm such a research person that I'm just like yeah give me all this
0: information that I really don't need but I want yeah like I was about to say that like I just love hearing and like learning about other people's cultures and beliefs and stuff and just see how some of us are all so similar but yet so different at the same time you know like it's I, I genuinely love learning about all of it. It's like I get to pick and choose kind of like you said, like a couple episodes ago, like I filter things and I, I like I try out new things and I'll filter it out which what, what doesn't work for me and what does resonate with me and my core beliefs and stuff. So like I love learning about it just to see what different things that can take from different ones and like what works for me, what doesn't, what I can adapt and like start to believe in and what rings true to me, you know like that's just with everything I'm not gonna lie to you I
1: was one of those people that like when I was on the dating scene because I've been off the market for a couple of years now at this point but when I was on the market I was dating people you know one of the questions that always popped up was what is your sign and even if I wasn't the one asking it like let me just make that very clear I wasn't always the one being like oh what's your sign you know And when they would say, like, cancer, I'd be like, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Because all the cancers I know are super emotional, but they show it in very, like, toxic ways. (laughs) And so, like, I would be like, "Mm, okay, I'm still going to talk to you, but, you know, you never know. Like, I love Pisces just because y'all are normally really chill, very logical thinkers, You know, when you love, you love hard. I say that because my brother's a Pisces. You're a Pisces, you know, and y'all just really remind me a lot of each other. And then you know, it's crazy when they go from like, oh, you're a September Libra. Oh, I'm an October Libra. Like, yo, they'll even try to break it down between months. Like, it's crazy, y'all. Like, but I love it because it's just so funny to me. You know, like. I appreciate it. You know, like I I respect it. It's not like I'm like, oh, this is completely fake. I think that it definitely has in the beginning. I feel like it was probably more accurate than it is now. You know, I feel like now it's, it's kind of like ploy. Like now you can get lighters that say Libra and Leo's and, you know, you can get like shirts and things, you know, it's just like it's kind of like a market now but I definitely respect any culture that relies on the zodiac and star alignments. Have you ever done your natal chart? Okay. So your natal chart is basically when you just go online and you type in your um, natal chart. And I think it's like the first one, you'll just put in like the day you were born, the time you were born and the city you were born in. And it will tell you like, how the planets were aligned on the day that you were born, and it's supposed to be like, okay, so your sun sign is Pisces. That's your that's your sign, like your sun sign. That's like what people see, and then you have your moon sign, who is like really who you are. And then like it's fun. I just suggest you do it if you want something and crack up that later, because I feel like you'll read it and be like, oh my gosh, is this really true? Because it really had like it really makes you feel like things are true. <laughs> like my moon sign is a Capricorn. And I get that. <laughs> I get that. That makes sense to me.
0: I you don't even know the differences between signs. Like I don't I barely even know what like actually a Pisces, you know, like Well,
1: it'll tell you. It it gives you like a whole you know, and for someone who likes to just read and do things, like when I had you take that personality test, like it's kinda like that, you know, it just kinda reads you but in a different way and some things may not be accurate but for me every time I've done it it's actually been pretty accurate like scary
0: that personality test was very accurate and it was actually like kind of freaky I was like who's watching me (laughs) the government's watching me no I'm kidding um but that was so scarily accurate what was it called
1: again 16personalities.com and yes, if you go yes, on there take yes. that free personality test y'all. It will tell you all about yourself. Like it really reads you. It really really reads you in like romantic sense and professional, personal life, you know, just oh, even being a parent. I love the part about being a parent because you know that's that's important for me. I want to make sure I'm a great parent. I know I'm going to be a great parent. I'm not worried about it, but, you know. So, brown girls, it is time to get into our topic for the
0: day. Work hard, play harder. And y'all can see why we chose this topic today. It rolls right off of everything we've been talking about today. See, we work really hard. And I know we say that on the cast a lot. like. We do, though, and we don't really take a t- um, time to realize it. We're like, oh, we're not working hard enough. There's days where we're actually having human days where we just like just not do much. And it's so important to have those days where you just don't do much. And sometimes for me, myself, I know that if my days aren't packed and I was productive every second of the day, I'm not happy and it wasn't a good day. Like what? That doesn't even make sense. You know, and I have to constantly remind myself of that now.
1: I want to touch just on the importance of work ethic. When we say work hard and play harder, we really mean work hard. Like, we don't know what it looks like for, you know, everybody individually. We only know what it looks like for us. And even each day of working hard looks different. You know, like Candice said, sometimes we'll have human days where we may accomplish 10 things, you know, 10 big things or something. But work ethic is so important because that is what is going to drive you into reaching those professional goals that you have set for yourself. Whether it's being the best stripper in the club, whether it's being the most successful accountant, whether it's being the most personable business person, like it's whatever you want it to be, right? But work hard at it, dedicate yourself to it. Don't half-ass it, do your very best because only you can hold yourself accountable. I mean, other than your place of work, obviously, you don't wanna get fired, but work hard to give yourself that fulfillment. Some people are working just, you know, to make it. And that's okay. We understand that. But you try your best and
0: you give it your best every single day. Yeah. And, you know, it's important to work hard, but work hard at things that make you feel good. You know, it's like we think, like, life is supposed to be a struggle and everything you do is supposed to be super hard. It's it's just Absolutely terrible, and you go home cussing every day, and like that's not what it is. It's to find something you love to do and just put in the hours doing it. That's what working hard is finding something that you love to do. That's like one of my mantra, and I have it like written down here too. It's like make feeling good a priority. Everything I do must feel good sometimes. It's like even working out. Yes, like I'm talking about working hard does feel good if you think about it. After you do it, that feeling, that's what I chase. It's like the feeling of pushing through and knowing that my muscles are killing me right now, but I'm going to do this because I have an end goal to this. That's what working hard is. It feels good to me. Like getting to the accomplishment feels good. So that's what I'm going to work towards. You know, does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Your work ethic, you know, you're not born with it. You know, you're not born with it. It's something that you have to work at. You have to work on constantly. I always boast that I have a great work ethic. Because, not because I'm perfect, right? Not because I just get the job done. But because I do my very best at learning all of the ins and outs of whatever profession I'm in or whatever job I'm in and doing that as flawlessly as possible. I accept when I make mistakes and I learn from it. That is a good work ethic. Not to just be like, oh, well, you don't like this? Well, I don't care. But to look at it like, okay, I could have done that a little better. I could have improved that and then even like for me personally, Candace, I love to look at systems that don't make sense and make them make sense. Like, like what? So for my job, right? Something as simple as, so I'm an, I'm an event planner, y'all. I'm a scheduling manager and I'm an event planner. So, basi- so basically, some things are outdated. I think when things are outdated and they no longer make sense, it needs to be updated. Now, when I came into my position, I did a lot of rewriting. I did a lot of like changing things because it did not make sense for our operations anymore. And taking that initiative to say, Mm-mm, "This isn't going to work," and I'm going to better the process. Let me listen to my constituents and see what they say, and bring it back to the drawing boards and come up with the best plan to move forward. What's going to help them, but also going to help us at the same time. I'm a great compromiser. I can hear you. I can hear them. And I can make something work between. I've always been great at that. And that is what I mean by that. I'm great at looking at things that no longer, that no longer help both parties. And I fix it. It's not necessarily broken, but it could be better. And so I fix it and I make it better. And for that, I have received so many accolades, which I don't do this for the praise. I do it for, you know, the efficiency of, you know, doing my job. But I've received so many accolades. I've had so many people tell me like, wow, like for you to be in this position and making all these changes, that's great because you're really helping you're not just here to just do your job. Cause I could have just followed the old process and I could have just did what I had to do. And I could have just kept my head down and did my job. But I was like, "Mm -mm, this doesn't make sense. And I advocated for people and I was telling, you know, my supervisor, like, this is not working. And I had to, you know, convince them. And I had to basically come with a presentation and be like, this is why this doesn't work. This is my plan to fix it. Let me know what you think. And it's very rare that they would say, no, don't make that change. And for that, this this job position, for the next person that comes after me, they're going to be set until they see things that may not work
0: anymore and they change it. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. And I can definitely advocate for that. You are able to do that. I love I think you can do that with just any problem. It doesn't have to be, like, systems that don't work. It's just like, oh, girl, I got this problem, and this isn't this. And you'd be like, okay, just put that there and put this here, and it'll work out. And I'm like, really? And then I I check it out. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) So, yeah, I can definitely say you can do that, baby girl.
1: Oh, thanks, honey. (laughs) That makes me feel good. I'm a helper, y'all. I love to help. I love, I genuinely love to help. And, you know, that can be very, very draining. And with that, you can pour too much of yourself into a runaway train, you know? And I think it's important to. Pick and choose your battles because there are some things that I'll see and I'll be like, nope, that ain't mm -mm, can't do it. Won't do it. Don't even want to get involved in it. Don't even want to smell it like I'm good. Like, I don't even I don't want any parts of that.
0: But okay. so we go into we went into depth talking about all the things like we work super hard at and all of that. Right. What do we do to play harder? How do we play harder? We ball
1: out. All right. We stay fly. No lie. You know it. Balling. That's what we do. That's exactly what we do. We ball out. Candace and I do things differently. Um, And so what she might do to play hard, like go to a winery with her bougie self. And what I'll do to play hard, you know, which might be like very, very not simple, But just smaller, you know, (laughs) just on a smaller scale, like I might literally just turn my phone off and get lost in Atlanta on purpose. Listening (laughs) to music. That might be one thing. Without COVID, i go get margaritas. I love a good margarita and some Tex-Mex food. I acknowledge it's not real Mexican food, it's Tex-Mex. But I love a good margarita. I might I might even like go on a mini little shopping spree. I might text my girlfriend and be like, "Babe, send me some money cuz I want I want to go do this." Like it just, you know, just cuz I might not want to pay for it. Like <laughs> like but to play hard is to do whatever relaxes you and gives you joy that is what playing hard is the amount that you put in is the same that you should put back
0: out to yourself I agree with that but could playing hard be also like before finding something you love doing and just do that it's It's like both like whether that's hiking, you don't have to fall out, too. Like, if that's not what excites you. If you want to go hiking, girl, go get lost in nature. I love hiking. You don't like hiking? Why are you making that face? Well, it's not that I don't like hiking. I don't like bugs.
1: Bugs are associated with hiking. The most that you'll see me like do outside until my girlfriend gets home and forces me to do all this other stuff. But like for me, if I'm going to do it by myself, I might really just go take a walk on a trail in the park. But it's like a paved trail that has like lines in the middle. And I douse myself with bug spray and, you know, I take my dog because seeing him happy because he loves it. He loves it. He always just sleeps afterwards and we both are tired. And then we might go get like a little treat, you know, like if I go to Duncan and he's with me, I always get him a little cup of whipped cream and he just goes at it. So I'm not really like the hiking person, you know, I might just go for a
0: walk. Hike is like usually on an incline. I don't like that you know, that's fine too. You just have to find what works for you. So, you know, brown girls, like, remember that life is meant for you to enjoy. It's not meant to just go to sleep, go to work, go home, and then repeat the cycle until you die. You are supposed to enjoy it. Honestly, it's supposed to be fun. And for a long time, my life wasn't fun, not because of Anything being happening, like anything happening to me, but because I was so focused on just getting to the next goal and getting to the next level and getting to the next situation that I don't enjoy the one that I'm in right now and the one that I prayed so hard to get to. Like, think about it. See, we've prayed to be here. Absolutely. We wanted to be right here at a point in time. So, Why are we not enjoying it? Right.
1: And that's so important that you said that. That, like, brings me to that line that Drake said everybody dies, but not everybody lives. And that's so true. Everybody's going to die, but are you really living? Are you really finding joys in life? I get it. Everybody's financial situations are different, but there are still things you can do when you're balling on a budget. Like, I'm always balling on a budget just because I put myself on that budget, like (laughs) because I have goals in life. So it's important to find that little space where you can not find, create the space, work life balance, create it. If it's like life isn't just like here's a break normally it just it doesn't say here's a break at life they where you can just check out you have to make it you have to force your way through it's like walking in New York City you can't just be all like passive and stuff you gotta push your way through like I'm coming you gotta get out my way and it is what it is and people are gonna move out your way but if you're just all passive and you keep sidestepping everybody's gonna keep just pushing past you it's so important to make that space. If it doesn't exist, make it.
0: Right? You need to act or be acted upon. Life is not it's not going to be stagnant for you. It's either going to push you or you're going to push it. You're going to create the life you want or it's just going to unfold in front of you. And
1: that's really what it is. Don't sit there and watch your life go by. It's not fulfilling. It's, okay, I get it. Your bills are paid that's great. That's a huge accomplishment and you should, you should be your biggest fan. Yep. I'm bringing it back from Brown girl banter, be your biggest fan. But part of being your biggest fan is making sure that you're happy and making sure that you feel satisfied and you feel fulfilled. And that is what is so important for how you're going to look at life, how you may change your, your, work-life balance, you know, create that balance. I'm always fighting for some type of work-life balance. Like if I know that I have to work 50 hours and one week, I make sure that I'm scheduling to take off one day because I need to bounce back from that. And whatever I choose to do in that day is whatever I choose to do to make me happy. But in order for me to be successful and give my best, I need to make sure I take the time out to do so. Like when I soaked in the bath last night, that was me playing harder, okay? I worked my butt off this last week. So much work, so much heavy lifting at work as far as my job and and task and things like that. So I checked out. Phone on Do Not Disturb, animals doing whatever they doing, bubble bath. And then, you know, I had to get the eucalyptus stress relief one. I put on one of my favorite shows, made me a nice little beverage, and just lit a candle and laid back and chilled. And it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. It was everything I needed. And now today, I'm ready to be productive again because I needed last night to recharge. So now today, I have other things to do. And if I didn't take that time last night to recharge, i wouldn't have the energy to do what I'm doing today, like record the podcast and everything else that I have to do on my to-do list. And even... In my little to-do list, I scheduled out things that make me happy in between it to keep me going. Candace, uh, Candace and her girlfriend know my Dunkin' Do- Donuts order by heart, okay? Because we're always on the phone when I pull up at Dunkin'. And I told them next time I go, they're just going to order for me <laughs> via the car speaker. But they know it because that's my little happy moment. That's my little $3 happy moment. That It makes me so happy. My whole mood changes, not because of just the coffee, but I genuinely just love the taste and it just makes me happy. Cost me three dollars mm-hmm. and in a very, very busy day. Or if I know I have errands to run and I know I have things to do, I'm about to go get some Dunkin' because why not? That's my little piece of happiness. I'm always
0: doing stuff for other people. And this that's what I do for myself. Yeah. Another tip is, and it's a quick one, is just to be 100% there. If you're going to be at work, be 100% there. Don't be focusing on like that vacation coming up when you're at work. Because now when you're on the vacation, you're focusing on work. So you're not even enjoying the vacation. Just be 100% wherever you are. Please, try it out.
1: Working on that. I am working on that. That's actually something I struggle on. I'm really happy you said that. I don't know how to turn my brain off. I don't. I mean, I know physically you literally can't turn it off, but I don't know how to refocus. And it's always in like the worst moments that I'm thinking about what I, what's stressing me out when I really need to be focusing in on my de-stressors so I cannot be stressed so that I can go back and handle that stressful situation. And it's like this bad cycle that I'm always going through.
0: Try meditating. Because honestly, you would realize that you are the master of your thoughts and you can refocus. It's a practice. Your brain is a muscle. So if you practice on just training your brain to be out where you want it to be, because honestly it's actually really cool. Like knowing how to do that. It's like, Oh, well, I don't want to focus on that right now. And I'm choosing not to, and I'm going to be 100% here and I'm going to be focused and engaged here. 100% like my brain, sometimes obviously it's going to wander off, but I'll, I'll know that, Hey, I'm thinking about that right now. I need to come back and I can pull it back and focus. And the more you practice that, the longer duration you can do it for. So like you will start off like you, For 30 seconds, you can focus, but then you realize your brain wanders. Then you bring it back for another 30 seconds, and then then that 30 seconds goes to a minute, then it goes to two minutes, then it goes to four minutes, you know, and then it goes longer that you can focus in a situation. So it's just a practice, girl.
1: Yeah, I'm ready to practice. Like, brown girls, we are mostly between the ages of 18 and 22, as far as our stats are concerned, right? This is the time to make all of these changes. Future you are is going to thank you. And Candace, it was so funny. I reached out to one of our fans who I just, you know, see a lot. And I was just like, hey, what would you like to see on the podcast? You know, like what are some topics that you would be interested in, you know, hearing us talk about? And she was like, honestly. Y'all just have a weird way of knowing what I need to hear that week. And it's, I, w- I just laughed at that. I love that, right? Because we make it up based on what's going on. You know, we do plan in advance. And then, like, we have a whole list of ideas, right? And then we went and we are like, nah, we don't want to talk about that. Mm, nah, we don't want to talk about that. And then we're like, okay, well, let's talk about something that may be more relevant to us right now. This is all so relevant for your growth and just your success from within. You know, I don't know how you measure success. Everybody measures success differently, everybody has a different vision of what their life is going to look like. But this is the time to make those changes. This is the time to let go of all of that baggage. This is the time to become the master of your own mind right now in this age because you will be able to accomplish so much, so much when your mindset matches your values and your dreams and goals. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I say this from experience. Because over the last couple of months, I've went through huge lifestyle changes that I know is preparing me for the next step and the next journey that I'm going to go on. And I don't know, you know, you don't believe in God, whatever. My God, my God, amen, won't he do it? My God is awesome. Because anytime I'm going to like a really, really tough time, I just say something big is coming. Something big is coming. Change is uncomfortable. Growth is uncomfortable. If If you're in an uncomfortable space, you're usually at a fork in the road and you have a choice of how you will handle things and how you won't handle things. And your decisions mean a lot. At the end of the day, for you, and you specifically, you have the power to change your situation. You have the power to change your mindset. You have the power to pour into yourself. Pour into yourself like you pour into other people. Candice and I take breaks from each other. We do. Because we have our own stuff to focus on as well. And sometimes when we just don't have it in us to be on FaceTime for however long or, you know, hear certain things or, you know, we're just honest. I really don't have the emotional capacity today, babes. Like, I really don't have it in me to to give you what you need right now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: And that's okay. We don't get mad at each other. We don't hold it against each other it's a, okay, well, you know, I'm sending you lots of love and light and positivity and, you know, support hit me up when you're ready. Definitely. So we recognize
0: that because we're human.
1: We're human, but we've all been in situations where we're not allowed to be. And when you're working hard and playing harder you are pouring back into yourself, which you pour out into the world. Mm-hmm. There was somebody who said, well, okay, every morning, right? You, you're you like a, a glass of water. You start full. You start whole. And then throughout the day, you're pouring into this cup. You're pouring yourself into this cup. You're pouring yourself into this cup. And then by the end of the night, you maybe have a quarter water left in the cup. You need to fill that cup back up in order to give your best to the next day because you've poured yourself into so many different things. I love that analogy. You get, It gives you the imagery you need. That's you. You pour out into the world, whether you realize or not every phone call you pick up, every task you do, everybody you talk to, you feed off energies. People's energies can easily affect you. If you just have a day where people are calling about drama and all this other stuff, you're you're, you're going to start being affected, especially if you sit there, you listen to it, and you're kikiing in with it. That's going to affect you. You have to pour back into yourself, whatever
0: that looks like absolutely yeah that's a perfect way to end off actually well that concludes our time
1: for today brown girls and the moral of today's story is to refill your cup and keep pouring back into yourself as much as you pour it onto the world you have to pour back into yourself if you want to be the best version of yourself as always it's been a pleasure signing out for the week my name is ciara and I'm Candace. And peace, power, and love. We'll see you next time. Bye.